and I'm David, and this week on the Snakes cast, unfortunately, Jonathan is unavailable due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, so where I was going to be a guest on this episode, I shall be hosting with Emily instead, but we will see Jonathan again very yes, soon. Yes, he will be back. He is too stubborn to stay away for too long. <laughs> Indeed. And this week, we're going to be talking about the board game Isle of Sky. Sky was designed by Andreas Pelican and Alexander Pfister, and it was released in 2015 in North America by Mayfair Games. Uh, it's a game that definitely made its mark in the world of light strategy games. It won the coveted Kennerspiel des Jars, which is slightly different than the regular Spiel des Jars. It's yeah. for, like, more complicated games. Yeah, there's like... three. These For those who haven't come across them before, the Spiel des Jars are the three sort of biggest awards in board gaming. They're based out of Germany. Uh, and there's one for uh, kids' games, and then two for adult board games. I think Kennerspiel means complicated games, so I guess they're slightly... Um, slightly more advanced, perhaps, than the Spiel des Jahres games, but I'm honestly not certain, because there seems to be quite a mix. But regardless, but it, it Isle won. of Sky won the Kennerspiel, which uh, is, is fantastic. And a lot, a lot of other awards as well. A yes, lot of it has stuff. done. It's, yeah. it's a very decorated board game. So this week we'll be looking at Isle of Sky. We'll look at sort of a very uh, rough overview of gameplay today and, and study that a little bit more on Wednesday. And then on Friday we'll take a look at some of the games that have inspired it. So first off, Emily, have you played Isle of Sky? I have very thoroughly looked at the rules mm-hmm. and poked at all of the components. Right. So, not quite, but uh, you So you have an of... idea of what it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a fairly good idea, and I'm as much of an idea as one can have without having actually played it. For sure. I'll do a quick overview of it then. Isle of Sky is uh, for two to five players, and looking at some of the terminology that was discussed in our episode zero, it's tile placement, set collection, and auction are the three mechanics that So a lot of of stuff going on. Yeah, there is quite a lot. That makes it sound more complicated than it really is. Mm -hmm. Fundamentally, the idea of this is that you are building up your your kingdom, if you like, in in Scotland, and you begin with a tile depicting your castle, uh, and that's your, your whole kingdom. To begin with, and you're looking to expand that. And so a quick turn overview sees you getting some money. You then draw tiles and set prices for those tiles for either yourself or the other players to buy. So every player draws an individual set of tiles. Correct, yes. Everyone will throw one of their tiles away and then sell the other two either to themselves or to other people. So you're going to be paying for something. You buy the tiles that you want and then build them into your kingdom. So the kingdom expands every turn and gets bigger and bigger as you're putting more and more tiles into it. And you can be putting anywhere from actually technically zero to two tiles into your kingdom per turn based upon what you're doing. And over time it builds up and the biggest twist that this game has is that there are four different scoring mechanics in play each game, but there are 16 total in the box. So they're randomly determined, and how you score is going to be different every game. Oh, a lot of replay value then. Actually, yeah. it's The combinations that can come up using this are really weird, and we'll touch on that more later on in the week. But you can have, for example, maybe having tiles in certain arrangements or having to have certain things depicted on the tiles that you're actually placing out there. It really, really changes up how you play the game. And the other cool thing with the scoring in this is that you bring these four scoring tiles into the game, but not each one scores every turn. So you're going to be working towards different scoring ideas, if you like, depending on where you are in the game. And you might be wanting to think ahead or score immediately, however you choose to play. But it can really, really change up how you think about the game, you know, what tiles are out and what you get dealt to. So something that I got from it, again, like having not played it, but having a nice, thorough understanding of it, is Mm -hmm. it seems quite a bit more 
competitive than a lot of light strategy games. Like, I find that if you get into light strategy games, a lot of the time it's very much like trying to do your own thing just better than everybody else. But Isle of Sky, it looks like there's a lot of ways you can, like, interact and be mean and try to, like, screw people over while trying to advance yourself as well. And you don't see that all the time. Is that accurate? I think that is, actually, yeah. It's interesting because a lot of the time in strategy games, if you're interacting, it's fighting or something like that. Whereas in this, because it has that auction mechanic where you're Mm. buying tiles, and again, we'll talk about that a little more on Wednesday, but uh, it finds you sometimes buying tiles that you can see that player wants. Mm -hmm. It's not necessarily the best tile for you, or maybe they're all the same. It doesn't actually matter to you which tile you buy. So you buy the one that's going to most benefit your direct competition. So... To use your sort of expression du jour, it, there's a lot of opportunity to be a jerk to your friends. Yes, yes. Um, which is, is great. And it's it kind of it elevates this above a lot of similar games. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's nice because, like, a lot of the times games that will have, like, visible goals that are shared, mm-hmm. you don't always have the opportunity to, like, directly affect people. Like, a lot of the time I find that, like, it's games when there are, like, hidden agendas, hidden goals, ticket to ride with, like, tickets or, yeah. you know, all that sort of stuff that you are really hoping that people don't take that one card, but then they don't know if you need that card or not. But it's interesting that, like, even with a shared scoring, there's still so many ways that you can mess people over by either, like, you know, setting stuff too expensive for people to buy it and trying to, like, store money out of them. For sure. Or buying tiles that you think they'll want based on what they're doing and based on, like, the scoring you can see coming up, so... Yeah, that's absolutely true. And I do think that one of the things with this as well, like you say, with Ticket to Ride, people say there's two ways of playing Ticket to Ride in the sense of you're either playing it with people who don't know or don't care what the tickets are in the Mm -hmm. game, or you're playing it with somebody who's really competitive about it, and they predict what route you're going in, and they deliberately try and mess (laughs) that up. And a lot of people, you know, playing at that level, enjoy that kind of interaction. Mm -hmm. But what's nice about Isle of Sky is that it gives you a little bit of that without making it completely tank your game if somebody does it to you. Mm -hmm. You just have to rethink the strategy that you're going to use that turn. It allows a lot of scope for people to play at varying levels of ability. It, it probably is a game that if you're too much better at it than somebody else, you might find it relatively easy to beat them, but they may still find a way of Yeah, because there is still out. like an element of chance, though, right? I mean, oh, like definitely. the fact that you're drawing tiles at random and that you are at the mercy of what the other, you know, two, three, four, or five people you're playing with are setting their mm-hmm. prices at, you don't have complete control over everything, right? So. Well, and especially in a smaller game, like with five players, you've got 15 tiles coming out every round. Now five of those will be thrown away because mm-hmm. every player discards one, but there's still ten tiles available to buy from. But if you're only playing with two people, you've only got four tiles you're going to be buying from because six will be drawn, two thrown away. Mm-hmm. And then in those four, if this w- if this round scoring is all based around the number of sheep on your tiles and there aren't any sheep on any of the tiles that are out, no one's scoring any points. Wah, wah. Yeah, well, exactly. <laughs> Which is a, it's kind of a slightly strange scenario to have happen and it does come up in two player games I've had that happen when you spend the first two rounds with no one scoring anything Mm -hmm. which seems a little strange but then you'll just spend that time setting up for later rounds Mm -hmm. so it does work out in the end Uh, so you talk about sheep Uh, Mm -hmm. that makes sense because this is in Scotland right highlands (laughs) sheep absolutely yeah so what are the these there's there's sheeps there's whiskey naturally ships farms like Uh, yeah there's cows lighthouses there's quite a lot of different Mm. features that could appear on these tiles and it's not just you don't get a tile that has 
a lighthouse and nothing else. It will often have a lighthouse and a, a ship. Um, so there's a lot of features. And the other thing that's on these tiles is the terrain that is underneath all of these. So you can have mountains, you can have fields, fields or you can have water. Mm-hmm. There's also roads uh, on some of the tiles and anything connected yeah. by a road is connected to your castle. Uh, and the rule with the game is simply that the side of the tile that you place into your kingdom, the terrain type has to match what is already there. Yeah, the road can end which is different to some games that are similar to this. Mm-hmm. The road doesn't have to carry on, mm-hmm. but you can't put a mountain uh, in a the side of a side of a mountain against a lake or in a field. That's, that would make that's sense. illegal placement. Yes. Uh, speaking of similar games, mm-hmm. um, anybody that plays board games will probably listening to us talk about, you know, like roads and castles and fields. This game is a lot like Carcassonne, isn't it? Carcassonne, yes. There's a like lot it's a very of similarities. Yeah, it's a very clear sort of like riff off of Carcassonne. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll be talking about that in a little bit of greater detail on Friday. But before that, why not join us on Wednesday when we talk in a little bit more depth about some of the mechanics in here and some of the strategies that can be involved in playing a game of Isle of Sky. See you on Wednesday. Wednesday.